It's time for the Apple WatchCast. Apple sends out invites for its California streaming event next week. More rumors of new Apple Watch sizes and new watch faces. Series 7 may face delays and be in short supply at launch. And some solo loop band owners complain of tears and breaks. Plus a look at Apple's fascination with magnets, Business Movers podcast, Series 7 renderings, and fall detection. This and much, much more. It's all coming up next on the Apple WatchCast. The Apple WatchCast is brought to you by the wonderful support of our Patreon subscribers. Become a patron of the Apple WatchCast, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can help us keep producing this show and get a little something extra in return, like access to bonus episodes, Apple WatchCast gear, and even be a guest on the show. So check out our page at patreon.com slash applewatchcast to subscribe and become a patron of the Apple WatchCast. And I want to give a shout out and thank you to Michael Russo for becoming a patron of the Apple WatchCast. Thank you, Michael. We really do appreciate your support. This is the Apple WatchCast, episode 394, recorded Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. You can never have enough nits. It's time for the Apple Watchcast. Apple Watchcast, a podcast dedicated to the Apple Watch. It's time for the Apple Watchcast, where we talk about any and everything Apple Watch. Apple's most personal and healthy device yet, and the number one watch in the world. I'm your host, Tom, and joining me is Vincent. Welcome to the show, Vincent. Here we are again. We are, yes, it seems like we were just here. Uh, also joining us, uh, though, is Chris. Welcome to the show, Chris. Well, thanks. I, I have not just been here. I've missed a couple of shows with scheduling issues, but I'm yes. thrilled to be back. Although, Tom, doing it on a Tuesday night kind of reminds me of pre-COVID when you used to do them like in the middle of the weeks and I'd be in my hotel room. So anyway, it's yes. great to be back. Well, I was out uh, traveling this past week, so that's why we're a little right. de- a little delayed this week, <laughs> but it worked out perfectly for uh, the Apple invite, which we'll get to in a minute mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. something next week. So the timing actually worked out pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm back from a trip. And I have to say, I really enjoyed um, checking the elevation as we drove. And at one point, we were at over 4,500 feet elevation for, for, for the place we were going to visit. But now I'm back to my normal level in Houston of 86 feet. <laughs> so, so, but it was kind of neat just to raise raise my wrist while driving mm. to check the elevation in an area we were going through and you know once i had the compass app open in watch os beta uh watch os 8 beta it stays on in the always on mode so it was always there when i would check it it was kind of nice on the drive back because i always wonder that as i'm driving through some canyon area or something really cool looking and i'm like man i wonder what the elevation is here you know um, mm-hmm. so yeah, and it didn't drop down to the 86 feet till we got a lot closer to Houston. Um, but that was interesting. So yeah, so we're delayed just a little bit this week and our top story. Oh, by the way, is there anything else you guys want to mention before we jump into this? Cause we've got a lot to cover. No, I think we got some all watch this week. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, just today. Uh, probably around noon today, I guess, our time, uh, Apple officially announced 
an event for next week, which would be September 14th, uh, for the iPhone 13 and, of course, we hope, the Apple Watch Series 7. Um, so they've confirmed this. They sent out uh, an invite uh, through the through email, I guess, and it was also announced on Twitter and other places. Um, and the the tagline, because they're, they're always fun, is uh, California streaming, <laughs> which is great. Now I got that song from the was from the mamas and the papas stuck in my head mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. day just from reading that headline. That's how how good they are with this. Um, <laughs> but anyway, next week uh, it'll be at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, noon uh, Central Time. Uh, and that's perfect because that's exactly a week from today. So we it is. So yeah. we won't have a show this weekend as we would normally do. We're going to push it again to, to either next Tuesday or Wednesday to cover this event. Um, so again, it's going to be live streamed uh, on Apple's website, uh, on their YouTube channel. And you can get it through the Apple TV app, either on your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac, and the Apple TV. So there's a lot of ways that isn't that amazing how easy it is to watch this now. It is, yes. I mean that used to. Be, it, I remember when they would have these events, and this is you know back even when when Steve Jobs was doing them that it, because it came at noon in Central Time, um, and you'd be at work, we would schedule our lunch break and we would all go into the conference room. That's right. <laughs> Put it up on the screen, you know, and, and and watch it, try to watch it live there. And there was only one place to stream it from. And that sometimes worked and sometimes didn't work, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, when, when it started streaming, there was like some choppiness, especially around the announcement of the watch. I remember oh, yeah. sitting there in the conference room and watching going, know what's going on no. in terms of the actual stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've really got that technology down. Um, mm-hmm. Really, do. really good. And the other great thing is even if you don't watch it live, you can watch it just like immediately afterwards um, and you won't have a streaming real issue with that, you know. No, that's typically what happens to me. I, I watch it a little later in the day mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just immediate. It's just you can yeah. just – Find it, go with it. It's really nice. And pause it and back up and watch Mm -hmm. different things Mm -hmm. again that you might have missed, you know. Um, Take some screenshots, that sort of thing. Well, well, you know, Tom and Vincent, mm -hmm. it's it's funny. uh, You know, football started up um, here in the United States. And I started watching football on regular TV. And I I didn't realize how long it's been since I've watched a TV show on TV. (laughs) Yeah. And, and and a commercial comes up, you're going, what the hell? What's this? Yeah. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I've got a different problem. When I watch a lot of shows through an app, they play ads, right? They and, do. And yeah. it's the same ads every single right. yes. break. Yes. Yes. It's like you've got four ads to sponsor this entire show, and you're going to run them all you know, 10 times. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get this off, off guard. No, that's fine. That's why we we were watching the show. I think it was actually on on regular live television uh, in mm-hmm. our hotel room when we were on our, on the road. I even forget what show we were watching, but the the commercials got to be a bit ridiculous. We counted we, in one commercial break. We had seventeen commercials in one break. Yep. That you will. Yeah, I've done that too. Is yeah. crazy. Um. Anyway, I, I digress. Yep. Most most. Younger people probably don't even know what a commercial is these days. Exactly. Commercials, you might be so upset. 
That's true. That's yeah. true. The actual event itself has many, many interstitial commercials. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we rewind them and watch them again. But they're done so well. Uh, all right. Mm. So what's going to be announced? Um, we are going to see uh, the iPhone 13. And I think it's, it may be called the 13. There was a rumor it might not, but they'll probably call it the mm. 13. Uh, and w- the changes or the things that are, are supposed to happen with the iPhone 13 is a a smaller notch, which, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. Unless you do something with that extra space, I don't know that it really matters. Mm. Uh, camera enhancements, as they always do, although I don't know how much better they can make those cameras. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> and then a ProMotion 120 hertz display. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder, yeah, how that's going to look. Uh, that could be pretty interesting. Um, and then, of course, we have the Apple Watch Series 7, which hopefully will be announced as well. All new design that we've talked about before, about the uh, kind of the flat sides to it. Uh, a larger display, which we'll get to in a minute as well. And uh, so the, it's quite a, a big update. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, they're – and again, we'll get to the actual um, story about this, but there might be some supply constraints. So we'll have to see how they announce it, how it's rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also the possibility of new AirPods that could be announced, mm-hmm. uh, which would be the AirPods 3, which are rumored to be similar to the Pro – but in in size, but without the replaceable ear tips. So they're still like the original AirPods Mm. in that respect. Uh, Other hardware announcements, an iPad mini, a new entry-level iPad. I'm not sure about that in this event. Uh, I don't foresee any Macs. I don't see the new, a larger iMac or any MacBook Pros announced. We, everybody is, is thinking, and I agree with this, that more than likely Apple will have a separate event later for that. Yep. Um, either next, probably next mm-hmm. month, mm-hmm. Um, probably a couple of, of weeks after the, all this other stuff is uh, settled. Go ahead. Sorry. Which you can do now when you're not doing any when you're not doing anything live. You can do two separate events, and all it is is the the producing of the event, right? Not the the, the live audience. So right. you can split things up now. Right. The other thing that will happen, hopefully, uh, well, normally what happens in this event is the announcement of the software, the OS updates. We'll get some dates. Mm-hmm. We'll, mm-hmm. If not shipping on that exact date, right? It, it, a lot of times we'll say, and it's available now. So we're talking right. about iOS 15, watchOS 8, tvOS 15. But they're saying that macOS Monterey is not coming until later this fall. Mm-hmm. Still have mm. some stuff to work out with that. Uh, what did you think of the invite itself? They got the Apple logo kind of glowing over a, the the water. What where where is that? By the way, that looks familiar. Some place in California, maybe. Yeah. It reminded me of a Duran Duran cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, pink and the teal. Yeah. Now the neat little Easter egg there with the uh, the AR in this is if you tapped on the logo on the invite, your your phone uh, would. The camera would switch on, and you'd see the Apple logo there floating in in, in in augmented reality. And when you zoomed in on it, when you walked towards it, it you could see this scene with the with the water and whatnot in the Apple logo, and you kind of blow through the logo into it, which was kind of cool. So that's a very California thing. It's the first time mm-hmm. I've seen them do something quite like that with the Easter egg. Yeah. That it, it was something within it. it was kind of kind of nice. So, 
anyway, so we will cover that on next, I guess that's next Tuesday. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. yeah. This should be pretty cool. And, and, you know, as far as what Apple's going to announce with the watch, we may be surprised. Uh, there may be something that we haven't heard, you know, that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I'd say the supply problems would be an interesting one, Tom, because I think for the watch, it's usually a week, like two Fridays later, they open up the the, the um, orders. Yeah. Person. yeah, the orders. So it'd be interesting if they have some supply, you may have to work fast or they'll say, hey, it's not available till later on. So it'll be, uh, you know, I'm kind of anxious for that, but I'll be, I'm definitely getting the watch. So I'll be like the first one kind of ordering. Yeah. Be, get ready and make your decision. Well, mm-hmm. you're going to have some time. That's the thing. Yeah, you will. You won't yeah. have to order immediately. You'll have time to kind of digest what is That's offered, true. and because there's going to be hopefully a lot of choices here. Um, but the first thing, yeah, let's talk about that now, because a lot of these rumors are coming out. And this is from Bloomberg with Mark Gurman, who's very good with uh, getting Apple insight on things all all things Apple. Uh, said that the new Apple Watch will have a larger screen, but right now they're suffering from production problems mm-hmm. so the, the in manufacturing this they're saying it's likely to lead to supply constraints or shipment delays according to i love this a person familiar with the situation you would hope <laughs> you would hope they'd be familiar with the situation mm-hmm. if you're quoting them mm-hmm. uh but the device yeah we're supposed to have a larger screen alongside a faster processor and it's interesting because when you look back at the tw- at the first Apple Watch, 2015, that was kind of delayed too because of production problems, which you'd expect. It's a brand new product, a brand new device. Mm-hmm. What they're doing this year is I think the changes that they're making with the larger screen, uh, they're bringing the display closer to the cover uh, glass using a different lamination technique. And apparently, the first batch of that, which came out this week or last week or whenever, as they put put it here, quote, didn't get satisfactory output. Mm-hmm. In other words, it wasn't up to their spec or it wasn't being done quick enough. There's something wrong with that manufacturing. That's a big issue. It's not that they're, they can't get parts. It's just that the idea of what they're designing isn't working mm-hmm. yet. Uh, that mm-hmm. worries me a bit. Um a little bit, yeah. A week before yeah. you're announcing it, yeah. Or, yeah. or the fact that what they're what they may end up with is just a very short supply of those that did pass muster, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So we'll have to see, but that's the rumor right now. Um, and you know, I can understand that you don't ramp up that production until around now, uh, and some of that's not true. You know, it may have been fine in the testing phase and the prototypes, but when you actually, you know, turn that manufacturing on full steam it's gonna things are gonna pop up um have they done pre-ordering in the past for a watch i can't remember like they've never just like you said the yeah. original one was delayed but you yeah. can go ahead and pre-order right i mean yeah, that's you'll, what they'll do you can yes, pre-order yes. but what I, there's there's probably going to be and this again is according to mark german um there'll be several options here uh one of three things is probably going to happen um, what did he say? That it was a um, one of three things. There's either going to be a very short supply at launch. Mm-hmm. Number two is they launch, but they put a very long date on it. 
shipping won't be, you know, until much longer than normal to give them time right. to, to ramp up production. Or number three, they don't announce it at all and delay the announcement until maybe the next event. So, mm. but because they haven't announced it yet, they have options, right? And I'm sure they're going through that right now, determining what would be possible given what's what's actually happening with production. If they think they can fix it soon enough, they may just go ahead and launch it and put a little longer date on it as far as receiving them. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They're, they're going to pre-order, take yeah. all pre-orders and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going to have to order fast. Well, that's what I'm thinking too, um, is you, you, you're going to have time to make up your mind, but man, you better be ready the second that clock, your watch ticks over to order. Um, it might be like the Air- AirPods Max where you had, um, <clears throat> you know, four, six-month wait. Yeah, it could be – well, it could also be an issue of <clears throat> there were problems actually ordering it. You know, they had their system kind of screwed up. And there may mm-hmm. be that problem too with so many people flooding the, the system at once. Um, so we'll we'll have to see what, what actually mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. here. And again, Mark, Mark Gurman has, has said that about this delayed uh, – uh, issues with production um, that there could there he says um, there will be a mix of models shipping late or or in small quantities so it may be that a certain one is available but others aren't right true true yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah no announcement would be disappointing <clears throat> yeah that would be more of a serious problem yeah, the stock gains we had today might be negated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, because the the other thing we're talking about is a new size, right? Mm-hmm. We're, uh, we talked about this in the past couple of shows, going to a 41 millimeter and a 45 versus the 40 and 44. It's only one millimeter, but it may be causing them some issues with, with production um, yeah, true. True. in this case. So. We'll have to wait and see. But I, honestly, I think that that more likely than not, it's going to be that perhaps the 41 millimeters available immediately and the 45 would be later or something like that. Or certain mm-hmm. case materials may not be available, you know. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, fair thoughts. Very yeah, fair thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I think more than likely that's what we're going to run uh, face here because of this. Um and speaking of the bigger screen sizes, we want to get very precise here. They're saying that the uh, the larger model screen will measure 1.9 inches diagonally, up from 1.78 mm-hmm. in the Series 6, and offer about 16% more pixels uh, with a resolution of 396 by 484, up from 368 by 448. So... More pixels, more space. Um, mm-hmm. Very nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it's only sixteen percent, it, it will be noticeable. And I saw in an article I read an overlay of the uh, six versus the seven, and I was like, yeah, it's it's, it's noticeable. And and uh, I think we may talk about it. You know, be able to do different things with the watch faces, and, and even with sixteen percent more space. Right. <clears throat> in fact, this again comes from Mark Gurman. I mean, this guy mm-hmm. just gets everything. Uh, <laughs> but he says that they're working on new watch faces to to meet these the larger size. Oh, by the way, they're also talking about having a thinner uh, uh, border around the screen. So bezel, right? Bezel. Yeah. The bezel will be thinner, um, which gives it even more 
space, even though it's one millimeter uh, difference. Um, it'll, look, it'll look bigger, in other words. Um, anyway, they're working on new watch faces for this new size. One is called Modular Max. It'll show the time, one small complication, and then have the larger complications that span the length of the screen stacked on top of each other below. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Another mm-hmm. one goes by the name of Atlas and the World Timer. Uh, those will, will let you use uh, see all 24 time zones simultaneously. Uh, there's one called Continuum, which will change based on the flow of time and the current hour. That sounds pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see something really cool with that one, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, design-wise. Um, and then they're also working on new watch faces for uh, Hermes and Nike, of course. Um, so we got we have new faces to look forward to as well to take take advantage of that bigger screen. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be the case of it's going to look like a bigger screen when you see something on it, but mm-hmm. at just a glance, you're not going to be able to tell it's much bigger. The watch, right? Yeah. Um, I, have, have you guys heard anything about the back, whether or not that's changing at all? Nothing. I haven't heard a word about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even the mockups, right? I mean, the thing no. is that I'm assuming it's going to still have that kind of bulbous, um, you know, convex it, thing back there. It has to to uh, charge. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that is if they're going to use the same charger. So, Oh, just, don't. No, don't do that. No, no. <laughs> new charger, new bands would be a disaster. Uh, but it's going to happen at some point. Right. Yeah, I think. You know, I mean, they went from the 38 and the 40, right, to the 40 and the and the 44. That was a big change. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know those bands don't fit, right? That's why you order them as one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, your 38's not going to fit in your 44. Right. Uh, uh, so there is precedent for that. And the charger changes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the charger didn't change, but no, yeah. no, the chargers yeah. never changed. That's um, always fit, so that's why I'd be worried if they started to mess with that. Um, and, and if they did, there'd have to be a really good reason mm-hmm. to do that. And it, in, in fact, I think the only reason that would happen is if more sensors were packed into that thing, which I yeah. don't think is the case with this series. Maybe next year. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting any new health features out of this watch. It's all about. I would tend to agree. We haven't seen anything rumors and and nothing really. No, it's going to be all about the look, the redesign, mm-hmm. and the larger face. Uh, it's, maybe speed and a little bit of battery. Right, the, right, but not not uh, something new in the health no. health field. Right, um, functionality there. But uh, more nits, maybe more. Yeah, more nits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm always for that. The more nits, the better. You can never have enough nits. Yeah. This guy's got to have his nits. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always always needed. Nits are needed. Um, well, you got a bigger screen, so yeah, you might. Yeah, um, there you go. Right. What I want to do is change the nits on the uh, always on mode. Mm. I want to be able to adjust that. It goes change. too dark for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so my watch dies halfway through the day. That's my fault, but let me adjust it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, who was this that did this? 95 Mac did some mock-ups of what these new faces um, and display sizes might look like. And they put a nice, and I'll put a link in the show notes so you all can see this. Uh, they did a little mock-up of the Series 3, 
the Series 6 and what they're proposing for the Series 7. When you put the 3 next to the 7, the, I know. The Isn't 3 the 3 looks like <laughs> it's from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's so basic. It's squared off. It's yeah. It's 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 not using a lot of the real estate at all. And it and it hit it very well by making most of the the background's dark. So you never knew how much of that bezel was actually bezel, right? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, these these are interesting mock-ups uh that that show it, it, even the the series 6 versus the 7. It looks more square to me, the new one. Mm-hmm. The border uh, radius is a little bit uh Yeah, it yeah. seems yeah. different. It's 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 kind of been squashed, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Um interesting and then they mocked up some i guess faces of, of how much right, stuff you right. could get on them the modular max i guess is the one they've mocked up here <clears throat> that's pretty cool there's a lot of info on there I there like, is i like is. that and then yeah, it, go ahead i was gonna say maybe for, for something like the modular max you don't want to squeeze more complications you want better and bigger complications I'm just saying that. I'm not sure. Because you look at right. like the info, infograph now where you get like 10 things on there. That's about the max you can handle as a human being on a watch. But, yeah, but if you have more yeah. space and you can do bigger bigger complications and have four or five, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I've got one of those and there's so much information on this. When I look mm-hmm. at it, I, I honestly have to stop for a moment and say, okay, what's that one? Oh, yeah, that's that. You know, because <laughs> right. some right. are similar to each other. Um, yeah, it's – you're right. They, and they would have to be redesigned, and I'm sure they will uh, for this. Uh, what else they put in here? This mm-hmm. was a um, – oh, the Atlas watch face, which was kind of leaked during WWDC. Somebody grabbed a shot of it. It's kind right, of kind right, of blurry, yeah. but you can still see it. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. yeah, we got some neat stuff to look forward to, if any of this is real, by the way. <laughs> you know, these are <laughs> all, all rumors. Yeah, it's all rumor. Um, so we'll have to see. So anyway, I'll put a link in the show notes so everybody can see these. Um, based on this, what do you think? Uh, are you excited about the Series 7, the bigger face? 100%. Or I should say yeah. 16%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16%. Yeah. Uh, so you, <laughs> there you go. There you so, go. So if everything mentioned is true, Chris, you're in the market to get a new uh, – to get a Series 7, right? I am, Tom. Okay. I, I think I think I'm – I put aside um, credit card uh, balance for a phone and a watch. Nice. And what do you have currently? You have the uh, four? No, five. Uh, The watch, I have a six. A six. You have the six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Vincent, how about you? I'm not still convinced yet. Okay. Yeah. Hardware-wise, I I get it. It changes. But, uh, you know, the health features and everything else is kind of what I'm in it for. So you have the six or the five? Six. Six. You have the six too. That's right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, between the six and the seven right now, it's it's all cosmetic at mm-hmm. this point. Larger screen. It, is. it look it'll look different. It has different watch faces. It doesn't give you any more information, really. It just displays. Yeah, and I don't it have any of the bands. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens with the bands. Uh, that will make a difference. So if 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 you know, if you have to if I buy a new Apple <clears throat> Watch Seven and it comes with a band that <clears throat> is the only one that fits, I would have to think about that because I rotate my bands two or three times weekly. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And if your existing investment in bands does not match, it doesn't make a lot of sense mm-hmm. to get this because you're kind of starting over. Um, that could be the showstopper. Or I should say something that makes me think a little longer about the purchase. Right. Which brings up the next story, which is a lot of rumors going around. And I had some listeners contact me about this because they're a little nervous about whether or not the Series 7 would be compatible with your previous bands. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, I shouldn't say any of these are, are concrete, but there's leaked information from people that say both ways. One says, no, absolutely not. It's only one millimeter difference. The, you'll, you won't be able to tell the difference. It'll fit fine. It's, it's backwards compatible. And then mm-hmm. another one that says, no, they won't be compatible with your old watches. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm kind of leaning towards they're going to be compatible. I don't think Apple's ready to make that change yet because there's otherwise there's like, as Vincent said, there's not enough here to make you change. And that's Mm -hmm. one thing that would make me not right. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to switch the band size and make me buy new bands for just this watch, it better have more features that I really want it for, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm leaning in that camp, or at least I'm hopefully leaning in that camp because who knows uh, what it's going to be. Mm. You know, they could easily do that though. They could say, Hey, this required, because we saw certain models have been of bands have are out of stock. Right. And there was uh, leaked images of new bands that stated 41 and 45 millimeter on them. But that doesn't really mean too much when they came out with the braided solo loop uh, they said it was Apple Watch Series 4 and above or something like that, even though they right, are still right. kind of compatible. But mm-hmm. So th- th- there is some precedent for this. I'm on your side, Tom. I think they're going to uh, – the, the bands will be compatible this time around. But like you also said, I think we're getting close, maybe the next one. Yeah. I, I just think it's – the time will be coming. It, it will. And and – I hope they don't – I mean, how far can they push? How much bigger do you want to make this thing on your wrist, right? True. Um, although you you look at, at any – go to any mall, look at any place that sells watches, these things are enormous. They're like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. iPad minis on your wrist. <laughs> uh, so there is a market for really large face um, right. watches, but um, I don't know that Apple's going to go down that route. Um no, th- th- maybe not, but but they could probably go a little bigger and still be okay. Um, but but again, if you go two or three millimeters more, which isn't a lot, but it could offset the bands. Yeah, the, somebody um, also did. This is again, I'll put a link in the show notes to this uh, article about the bands, about whether or not they're going to get larger. But they also put in the the guy who says they won't be compatible. Uh, on Twitter, there was an image of a watch face, at least the the square of it. And it, they put another gray image on top of it. And the gray one is the 44 and the black is the Series 7. So you can really see the difference in size when mm-hmm. one is overlaid on the other. And I'll, I'll put a link yeah. in the show notes for that. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, that's the one I saw. That's the mm-hmm. one I saw. It, yeah. it, it definitely shows a difference. Yeah, it's pretty huge. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But again, I think they're, that's cheating with the bezel a bit too. I don't think the mm. physical watch is going to be that much bigger. Right, 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 right. right. Mm. So, 
anyway. I'm wondering whether or not, I mean, I assume that the, the lug design and the um, locking mechanism will stay the same. I mean, overall, mm-hmm. but like the sides will be just slightly smaller if you use your older bands. And uh, it's probably not noticeable on either side. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know. I think you can still use it. But oh, Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I have a theory here. Okay. You just made me think about this, Vincent, that mm. the way the watch is now with the curved sides, mm-hmm. if you make the case a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. then your band is not going to quite fit, right? Mm-hmm. But if you shave off the sides and make them flat, now your band fits. But the face is still bigger, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's part of the reason for the redesign as well. That allows them to not only give you a slightly bigger screen, but allows them to still be compatible with the bands. Oh, yeah, it's true because it actually curves <clears throat> inward. Yes. Today. Right. It isn't, right. So if it goes straight up, then it actually gains more screen right. real estate. Right. At least that's... Yeah my wishful thinking <laughs> and, and you could and you could shave i don't know it's it's like half a millimeter right on each side if you gain that then it's going to fit but even if if it's a 45 millimeter screen and your band is 44 millimeters can you even notice a half a millimeter on each side yeah that's what i'm saying difference hmm. yeah that's what you meant yeah, yeah you may yeah. i don't know hmm. that's a no, no, think about it i think i'm on the 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 side of uh it staying the same I could totally make it ha- happen. Oh, mm-hmm. that it would fit, you're saying? Yeah, it would fit. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we'll, we'll find out in a week. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, if they don't fit, they have to mention that. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Somehow. They, they, would, they, would get, they would get crucified if they didn't do that. Right, right. You have a band trade-in program. <laughs> but, but, but I'm looking at the, the rendition on the web right now, and I think some of the pictures we've talked about and and you could you, you, I can't really explain it, but you can see what they did with the the um, the lock the uh, mechanisms and the and the the uh, slots for the bands. It's it's not flat there, right? So you can see how right. they kind of did it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see. All I know is when they do this event, um, I'm I'm going to want to buy it right then and there. I don't care what they say. I don't care how it turns out. There's going to be something that's going to make it look just amazing, and you're going to want to have it, right? Yeah, and that's where I'm at. I'm at. It's going to look great, and you know, it's going to have some cool things. So I'm going to get it. You know, I, I guess maybe I could probably buy better things with my money, but that's 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 the way I'm looking at it. Right, right. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. That so you're still on the fence, Vincent. I guess we'll have to see what happens next week, whether that'll convince you or not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to make a move. Um, all right, anything else on these these rumors and the the event for next week? Um, I think we've covered most of it. Um, Very exciting. It yep. won't be Kevin Lynch that's presenting. It'll be someone else, right? Well, he's now in charge of the cars right 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 the cars Something like that. program mm-hmm. so i don't know this may still be his work mm. he may still present this um because yeah. we know this was done a while ago yeah and maybe they'll save the next um next series for the next person i don't and who is that next person by the way do we ever 
I think we did, but we forgot. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we did. Yes, they announced it. Well, maybe you get Kevin Lynch to come on and, and, and he announces some things and then he hands off, right? This is his formal goodbye and he hands off to the next person. Maybe. Yeah, might be. Um, From the top of the building. Yeah, well, that's the other neat thing about this event is, yeah, what little nooks and crannies of the campus are we going to see this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how long can they keep doing this, right? Making it very <laughs> interesting with the with the graphics and the way they, you know, blend with the transitions through different parts of the of the campus. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what else they could do. They put poor Lisa Jackson on the roof at one point. <laughs> uh, I just think it, it's it's a uh... It's funny how you hear stories about the first iPhone presentation and everything else. There was 12 of them back there, and you had no idea whether or not the hardware was going to work and demo properly. Yes. But they don't have any of that risk anymore. I mean, that nope. whole, like, that that fear of it not turning yeah. on or doing yeah. something. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, was, that, go ahead. I say, wasn't there a big rumor that the first Mac presentation that Jobs went on there is like, it wasn't working back screen? And he said, get it to work. And he went out and did the presentation. And he was, like, hoping it would work. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that from the iPhone presentation, it, nothing worked. <laughs> yeah. And it, it only worked <laughs> It only worked if he did it in a very specific sequence. Mm-hmm. So if he changed anything in that presentation, it would have crashed. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, as we always say, say in sales, never confuse, confuse sales with delivery. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. And, um, but, you know, they, they, but credit to them, they got it all working the day it shipped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's what made it the, the hit it, it's been, you know, it was the fact that it did actually work. Um, although it was, I'm sure a lot of things were scaled back from, from what mm-hmm. they had planned. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, you look at these things and it's easy to sit back like we do and kind of critique. You know, oh, it's going to be delayed because of this manufacturing issue or that or whatever. The fact that they do what they do on such a scale and such a cycle every single year is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. That that they still ship these incredible products. Yeah, we, we bitch and complain about certain things. But overall, that is one amazing machine that they have going there at Apple mm-hmm. to crank this stuff out. Um, year after year. Yeah. Yep. Year after year. So I, I guess I, I guess what I'm saying is I shouldn't be too picky about the fact that a, n- a new version of the phone or the watch is only going to have so many features because um, it's tough to do anything and get it to ship, it ship properly and, and work. And especially at that scale. I mean, we're talking global. Um, it's crazy. In the middle of a pandemic. In That's the all. middle of a pandemic, no less. Yes. <laughs> Well, isn't it kind of cool that it's like a writer's room for a TV show that that what you're creating and building is going to be used by billions of people, right? And and I think that's that's kind of cool. But then also at the same time, there's pressure as oh, I'm going to release this software update to a billion people. It better work. So it's a little yeah. bit of both. Oh yeah, even know? if you're just tweaking one little thing, yeah, yeah in the yeah. software update, you better make sure you got that right. Yeah, but it, and if some guy. Some guy wanted to like get back at Apple and, and, and inside the company, they they could do something pretty bad. Well, it, you know, it, and it is is also amazing that they continue to to be creative with this stuff. You know, I mean, after how many years with the iPhone, the fact that you can still find something new and fun to do with it 
is quite a story. Um, what was I saw a quote uh, the other day on, on Twitter. I think it was from Albert from uh, yeah Albert Einstein. He said that in te- um, creativity is uh, intelligence having fun. <laughs> so you know, there's a lot of intelligent people who work at Apple to get this stuff mm-hmm. done. So anyway, looking forward to next week. It's always uh, a week with an Apple event is always fun. So mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. wait for that. Um, just a couple of other little things uh, to mention here. Uh, I saw this was kind of interesting. You know, at, the, at WWDC, Apple announced that they would start to provide in the Apple wallet state IDs, like driver's license, uh, state IDs put into the Apple wallet. Well, now uh, they've listed the first states to do this, and they are going to be um, in alphabetical order here. Arizona, Connecticut, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, uh, Oklahoma, and Utah. So those are the first states that will be able to do this, uh, which is pretty amazing. And the process Mm -hmm. of doing this this is all basically, I I guess, the biggest benefit here is for the TSA, right? So Mm -hmm. you'll be able to... Uh, at security checkpoints and, and things use this in lieu of, of actually pulling out your driver's license, right? Mm-hmm. That you'll be able to do this. And they're saying in this article here that to add your driver's license or state ID to your wallet, they say it's similar to how you add a new credit card and, and transit pass to your wallet. They simply tap the plus button at the top of the screen uh, in wallet on their phone to begin adding a license or ID. If the user has an Apple Watch paired to their iPhone, they will be prompted prompted to also add their ID or driver's license to their wallet app on the Apple Watch. They'll then be asked to use the iPhone to scan their physical driver's license or state ID card and take a selfie, which will be securely provided to the issuing state for verification. As an additional security step, they'll be prompted to complete, I love this, a series of facial and head movements during the setup (laughs) process. Kind of like when you did FaceTime, right? Right, Mm -hmm. right. Once verified by the issuing state, the customer's ID or driver's license will be added to the wallet. So that's how you set it up. So, wow, I had no idea what involved all of that. Uh, No, that's great. I think it's great. Although Tennessee will be last, I'll guarantee that, but... But um, we're first in like new COVID cases, but we're last in technology. <laughs> well, Texas, uh, Texas might be right there with you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I think this is fantastic. I know that um, um, you know IDs are you know that drives drives like security at airports and things, and, and even when you're going to buy liquor or something. But I would love to have electronic ID. Right now, they're saying um, that once you use your Apple Watch, like at a TSA at a checkpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. the, you'll, you will see a prompt on your device displaying the specific information being requested by the TSA. Only after authorizing with face ID or touch ID will the requested identity, identity information uh, be released from their device, which ensures that just the required information is shared. And the only person uh, and only the person who added the driver's license or state ID to the device can present it. So you do yeah. not have to unlock, show, or hand over your device to present your ID with this. 
This yeah. is wonderful. I love this. That idea. is, yes. I love this idea. Agree. Agree. Yeah. How does that work? So, like, okay, I'm just, I walk up to the TSA yep. agent. Mm-hmm. I've got my my barcode e ticket. That's a QR code, I guess. And then I have on your, on your to watch? show my, yeah. on my phone or watch, watch or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to swipe over to my ID. I think what it is. Kind of like you pay for something. You open your wallet. Mm-hmm. Your, how about you tap your ID, you hold it over whatever scanner they reader. have. Okay. Reader. Okay. Reader. It pops okay. up on your phone, scans your face. Boom. They've got mm. it. And you're you're good to go. So the face scan proves that the person who entered that information is the person now releasing it. Oh, interesting. Isn't that, yeah, oh. I thought that was very yeah. interesting, the way they're doing mm. this. Um, okay. Yeah, so you're never handing them your device. I see. Yeah, and it's it's completely you could do this at a distance if you had to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as in the in the world of COVID, you wouldn't even have to have any contact mm-hmm. there. Um, no, I just well, love this idea. It, it's just to me is is the way things should be, and um, we're we're getting yeah. there so slowly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it'll be a while. I mean, oh, go ahead, Vincent. When is Apple going to send me my titanium ID? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is this is eight uh, states out of fifty. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and and they're the first to, to even get started on this. Yeah, it's going to be a slow rollout here. But what, what generation will be the first generation that you don't need a wallet? Mm-hmm. That it'll all be a digital wallet. Yeah. On your yeah. Phone, yeah. Well, but then there's the the idea of people who don't have an, uh, an iPhone who aren't in the Apple camp. You know, what what are they, is there going to be a similar thing for the Android world, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, eventually, eventually, yeah. Yeah, that, sure. that would Why be not? that would be nice. Would be very nice. Well, if any listeners are in this in these states and you do this, let us know. Yes, if you're in any yeah. one of those eight states and you actually set it up, please send us an email. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear about it. Um, yeah, very true. Yep. So I don't know if this is they say it's rolling out right now or that's what's that they've just signed up. I couldn't tell from the article. Well, it says the word adopt. So, and then, you know, I read through it too. So I don't know if it doesn't say timing at all. So it doesn't really say when it's going to happen. Okay. It says Apple announced it is working with several states. Yes. Yeah. And they've adopted which, it and they're working with it. Right. Which will roll out the ability. But mm-hmm. it doesn't say when. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the next uh, iOS release, but okay. Yeah. Hopefully it is. Yeah. Hopefully it's coming like up I this said, month. Don't confuse sales and delivery, right? This is a very good sales <laughs> marketing message, but it has nothing to do with delivery. That's so right. don't confuse the two. Right but now. I'm sure we will get future stories here as it actually oh, yeah. rolls oh, yeah. out right. uh, across everything. So, um, And then the last thing I want to talk about, this is a little concerning, it involves the Apple Watch Solo Loop. Mm-hmm. There are some, um, and these look horrible. I'll put a link in the show notes to these <laughs> images. There are some solo loop users who are complaining of tears and breaks in their solo loops, which are only ten months old. You know, mm-hmm. even even earlier than that, that they're getting reporting cracks, cuts, and tears. They're saying it doesn't stretch out, but it does break, uh, and they're a little upset. Fifty bucks, and they're saying it should last longer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I agree. I don't know how widespread this is, but enough mm. to where it's picked up as a story. Um, and they're saying that 
There's also complaints of the braided solo loop stretching, which you would expect. It's thread. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's recycled yarn and silicone, it's going to stretch out over time, uh, which would affect the, the, the fit. But the breaking of the loops, the only thing I can think of is this is, these are both the only Apple Watch bands that are not adjustable. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, and everybody knows who listens to the show, I'm not a fan of these. And part of the reason I'm not a fan of them is how hard they are to get on. Mm-hmm. In order for that solo loop to sit nicely on your wrist, you got to get it over your hand, which means you got to stretch the daylights out of that thing to get it on. And I think if you do that every day, it's going to break eventually. Whereas the other bands, there's no stretching involved. You just put Mm -hmm. it on to the right Mm -hmm. size, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's my theory, at least, as to why this is breaking. Oh, yeah. It's it's overstretching over time. and, And you see it's breaking at stress points. Which is where I mean, I'm wearing I'm wearing one right now, but I, I think that um, I change my bands two or three times a week, so I, I don't have mm-hmm. a continuous on and off of the solo loop. I think that if you if it's the only band you use, yeah, and you've had it for a year, there's no doubt I could right. totally see what was happening in those pictures. Right, if you Absolutely. took it off and on every day, it's mm-hmm. gonna and it's breaking at the stress point right there at the the adapter right, part right. where it stretches out. Um, and I'm just surprised Apple didn't kind of see that coming you know hmm. with this it's design because yeah the solo loops are made out of liquid silicone and it's not fluorostomer which is a a yep. type of synthesized rubber so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious as to why they didn't uh, use fluorostomer on this one well pro- mm-hmm. probably probably sorry probably because it wouldn't stretch to what it needed to right mm. um hmm. but yeah, either way, these look like they dried out and cracked. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. could be the material. I, personally, I think it's bad design, but that's just me. Bring back the flubber. Yep, I am not. <laughs> I am not a fan of a one size band. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, you you may not see a lot, you know, because of this or because of the popularity or not uh, or the sales. You may not see a lot of new bands. Well, that'll be interesting, interesting to see as, as time progresses. Are we two years into these solo loops or one? I can't remember. Not even one, right? Mm-hmm. So it's last yeah, year yeah. they were announced. Yeah. They were announced last September. Yeah. yeah not a full okay. year yet. So, right. yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised if we don't see many more of them, you know, that one day mm-hmm. it just kind of disappears. Right, right. You know, how they switch out bands and things come and go. Yeah, they uh, do that quite often, so yeah, it could yeah, happen. It could happen. Um, you know, nice try. I love the concept. <laughs> Again, sales and what would you say? <laughs> delivery. Delivery. <laughs> kind of falling apart on the delivery here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> although I guess if you only use it every now and then, you're not, you're not, it's not your daily driver, right, on your mm-hmm. wrist. It's probably okay. That's me. It's probably okay. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I have no problem. No yeah. problem at all. Yeah, it's probably all right. Um, I was just never too much of a fan of it. Um because I don't really see these kind of stories coming up with any other Apple Watch bands, right? Of breakage? Mm. Well, definitely not. There's no stress. There's no, there's no stress in the on-off at all. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Hmm. <sighs> all right. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think thinking, there, there yeah. should be some sort of Apple 
Vaseline to help you slide it off. <laughs> to, to, to actually, or to actually get it on. It's like, yeah. I can't. You're wearing it wrong somehow. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I think uh, maybe it's just me. Bands should be adjustable. I mean, honest to goodness, I have to readjust my, um, my, uh, I'm blank. All I can think of is, is the solo name now. Yeah. <laughs> the my the sweatpants of bands here. The, yeah. uh, sport pants. Sport, sport, sport band? loop. Thank you. Sport loop. Sport loop. Yeah. Uh, I have to adjust that throughout the day. Mm. Really? Because my wrist at some point seems thinner than before. I don't know what it is. <sighs> you know, when you exercise, or whatever. I don't know if you if you if you um, if your wrist swells a little bit or whatever. You know, it's just yeah. it's, there's not there's never a perfect size for all day. I tighten it a little bit when I when I exercise just to make sure I've got a good connection, right? And I'll loosen it for the rest of the day. So you can't do that with the solo loop. <laughs> it is what it is, right? So do you have solo loops, Vincent? No, oh, I still okay. have not measured my wrist. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I I have six or seven of them, and I really like them. I know Tom, you mm. you kind of gave up on them after yeah. The, yeah. the initial. I like them. I don't know why. I I don't you know, but I like them. Well, good. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad. Hey, like I said, a lot of people are are are, are totally fine with them. Uh, just me mm-hmm. personally, I just didn't. I didn't. I, I, again, I applauded the concept. I just didn't didn't think it worked out very well. But mm-hmm. and again, this is probably a small group of people that it's breaking on. You know, they're just being very vocal about it. I, I don't know that right, this is right. a. And, and this was going to say the thing with with apples. You get. Again, billions of data points. Maybe for yeah. Apple Watch bands, you get millions of data points. So, so obviously, if it's a major issue, they would be addressing it. Yeah, this is not like in recall territory at all. So, right, right. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, all right, I think it's time to move on. Let's uh, move on to what we like um, this week, and um, let's see, uh, Vincent. Why don't you kick it off? All right, so. I took last week off on some vacation, so I was messing around in my garage. And um, the thing I like about this week is the fall detection. And it's not because I fell down. Okay. I was going to ask. That was the first question I had. Okay. It's because something fell on me. Oh, that's <laughs> so, not not good. So so I have some bikes that are up uh, hanging on my ceiling, and one of them kind of detached and fell on my arm. Ooh. And the watch buzzed me and said, did you fall? Hmm. And so you don't think about you falling down, but when something falls on you, it's kind of the same, kind of same, same thing. Yeah. And so watch the watch buzz and asked me whether or not I was uh, okay. And I said I was uh, okay. And then it wasn't going to call my, uh, uh, you know, the emergency contacts and, uh, and, and such. But, um, I mean, fall detection is a big deal for me. I mean, I, I know for like, my mom, sometimes she might have some low blood pressure or something like that. She can faint unexpectedly and a lot of older folks mm-hmm. uh, that can happen. Uh, so I did a little bit of research to see what, you know, if you, if you don't have the Apple Watch, you know, what other devices out there actually have fall detection. And I come across, came across the, the Garmin Forerunners, the 45, 245, 945, the Phoenix 5S series. Those are good, but they are meant for runners and cyclists. So if you're in motion and you're running and you happen to you know, hit the hit the dirt, <laughs> then, then it will actually trigger what they call a safety and tracking incident. And if your phone is paired to it and you happen to have your phone with you, it will call emergency as well. So it's not really meant for seniors. There's that. You obviously know that the, the Apple Watch SE 
four, five, six, and hopefully I'm assuming the seven will have it. And then if you're 55 and older, it, it when you put in your medical ID information, it'll automatically turn on. And then uh, lastly, the Samsung Galaxy Watch 3 and Active 2 also have that um, uh, fall detection turned on. Um, so it's good to know that, you know, the, you have, you have options, but you know, if you're listening to this show, chances are you're watching, you're using an Apple watch. Um, the, if you, if you're looking, uh, for, for other devices and amaze fit bip and amaze fit pace, they make those as well. And then a bunch of other like smaller brands that I've never heard of as well. We'll also have that. Um, but a uh, quick search on that. I did want to point out that the Fitbits do not have, um, any any fall detection the the verso the ionic anything like that and so you know it's 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 worth the investment on the apple watch side of things um but folks with apple watch three um fear not i found an app uh called fall safety app Hmm, and for five dollars it actually uh, works with your phone and or with the Apple Watch Series 3 um, or, or iPhone 6S and newer and then uh, and the Apple Watch Series 3. So you can technically have fall detection, uh, keep it in your pocket or something like that, and then it will actually um, um, do the same thing, which is detect whether or not you've fallen and then um, alert you and, and allow you to kind of cancel that if, if you're okay. Um so I have not downloaded the app. I think there's a there's a free trial and such that you can te- check out. I can probably te- uh, test it. Um, the 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 makers of the app uh, intend it for personal use as well as for like um, checking in on workers that work alone and like in a fleet. So if you happen to have your phone on you and there's some sort of um, you know uh, some sort of area where you could be at risk. Um, a falling that um, that you can have this uh, on you, and it will help you um, if you, if if you, you happen to fall. Um, but yeah, most of these um, fall detection devices will require the phone being nearby uh, to call and notify your emergency contacts and and nine one one. The Apple Watch will try to call as um, it, as long as there's cellular um, connection nearby. But if uh, you happen to be connected to Wi-Fi, I believe it only uses iMessages to connect your, to, to notify your contacts, and I don't think it uh, uh, it will call out. Um, and then lastly, I did check on that Bugatti watch uh, that oh, yeah. uh, we, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. it does not have fall detection either. Okay, so. okay. Uh, just, just, just if you're curious. Um, so, yeah. Now we mentioned I don't or did we mention? I think we did in a previous show about the rumor for the new iPhone having a satellite connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting for emergency use too. Yeah. So you wouldn't Indeed. have to worry about your actual connection to send a message. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Love that. All right. Um, yeah. That, I, I, I think what happened when the bike hit you, Vincent, Yeah. it detects sudden, uh, vertical movement down mm-hmm. it like falling. And when it hit yeah. your arm, it kind of simulated the same thing that would have happened if you'd fallen. Yeah. Cause I had something similar happen. I was actually playing with our dog mm-hmm. and, and through a, through a toy and my hand kind of slammed down on the ground real hard mm-hmm. on the carpet. Yeah. And it, it thought I fell. 
Yeah. When, no kidding. When in fact I was not even standing at the time. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's the it's the combination of the of the the I guess what is it in the the accelerometer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and the gyroscope. Anyway, it it measures all of that um, to to detect whether it thinks you may have fallen. But mm-hmm. it's interesting though. You you did have an accident. and It did it did uh, pop up. That was kind of yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I was I, yeah. I talked to my wife and uh, I was said if something if I was on the ground in the garage and she didn't hear a thing. <laughs> so, That's right. Yeah. At yeah, emergency services just showed up. Right. And, uh, you know why? Fall detection. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'll go next. Uh, what I like this week. Uh, wait, first of all, let me, let me do a quick update on the, uh, the slate magnetic car charger that I reviewed last show. Uh, we took a trip this week uh, out to Arizona and I have some mixed reviews <laughs> for the performance of this charger. First of all, uh, even in the heat of traveling across West Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona in the summertime, my phone did not overheat when it was up on the hmm. dash in the sun and charging the entire time. All, all right. Yeah, because it was on the vent, <laughs> which <laughs> are partially on the vent, partially on the vent, mm-hmm. but it was enough to keep it nice and cool. Um, however... The charge did not keep up with the usage. At the end of the day, the battery was very low despite charging the entire time. Mm. So clearly the 15-watt charger could not keep up with running Apple Maps and a podcast or music app for most Mm. of the day. Mm. Uh, So I guess I need more juice to keep it charged. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. And this is so close. I love the ease of use. Uh, the easy magnetic connection is great, but if I can't stay charged during a 10-hour drive, then I need something else. And and I, I haven't looked it up yet, but what is the charge, the charger for the phone? I guess because I'm doing MagSafe, I'm only getting a certain watt. It, I guess it needs more to get more juice, right? I mean, uh, clearly yeah. 15 isn't enough, but I don't know if, if there is. It recommends the 20, I believe. Is there a 20 watt MagSafe charger out there? Uh, I think the USB-C adapters are 20 and then the MagSafe is 15. Okay. Then that's a problem. I'm not going to find a replacement like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, that's a good study though. That's, that's good to know. You know, you kind of worked it out and you know what you can do now. Yeah. I mean, I got through the day. But I just noticed mm-hmm. the bar was getting lower, and then it's midway, and then you know by the time we get to the hotel, it's like ding, you have ten percent power left, uh, <laughs> even though it's charging the entire day. Um, and again, part of that might be the fact that I'm running beta software, right? Could take a hit on the on the battery. So mm-hmm. I won't know for oh, sure yeah. until I'm running the real thing here in you know in, in um, hopefully next week. Uh, next week. So we'll see. Anyway, speaking of magnets, uh, I just want to mention. That what I also like this week is Apple's fascination with magnets. Um, <laughs> yeah. The other item that I used a lot this week was Apple's MagSafe Duo charger. And it's great to travel with. It's so small. I can have it up and charging in seconds. And I love the magnetic closure on it when you fold it up. It just pop, goes together. Uh, and it's one of those many uh, uh, devices Apple has added magnets to. If, if I go all the way back... To some of the first iMacs, they had hidden magnets in them, so you could attach this little white remote control to the side of the Mac. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody remembers those. Um, and even the clamshell iBook G3s, you know, ones that came in colors, they mm-hmm. had magnets to help close the lid, right? So Apple's been yep. doing this um, for quite a while, which is kind of cool. Um, in, let's see, what was it, 2006, uh, Apple introduced, no, what, I don't know if it was 2006. Anyway, Apple introduced the MagSafe for the first time in a MacBook Pro. And it was a power cable that magnetically attached to the laptop. It might have been 2006. That uh, it would easily break away if you accidentally tripped or pulled on the cable, right? And it would mm-hmm. save the laptop from damage of being dropped. Mm-hmm. I love that. And a lot of people were upset when Apple took that away years later when they came out with USB-C and Thunderbolt 3. So it, it, it kind of, you know, was gone in all of their, their laptops. And then Apple kind of took a break from, from magnets for a while. But they came back really strong with the iPad 2 and the smart cover. You remember that? That was the cover that – it wasn't a keyboard. It was just a cover. Mm-hmm. But it used magnets to align it to the spine of the iPad and lock it in place. And then it used magnets to sleep and wake the iPad. That was yep, kind of – That was very satisfying. That was kind of like magic Yeah, at the time. <laughs> it was pretty cool to see them do that. I mean they were really playing with these things. The magnets are completely hidden. Um the MacBook Pros use magnets uh, also in the frame to wake and sleep the laptop. Um, they're in there as well. And I think there's a trick. If you take a magnet and put it in a certain spot, you can sleep the computer, right? If you just move it over a certain area, it thinks it's closed and goes to sleep. Um, and that's mm-hmm. why. Uh, but then in 2015, as we know, uh, <laughs> Apple turned up its magnet game way high by using a magnetic charging puck that we still use today for the Apple Watch. It helps align the watch uh, for charging, and it it gives you kind of a um, a satisfying sound uh, when it's when it's actually connected, uh, kind of like that. Uh, it's a wonderful sound. You know you've made a connection. That's great. Yeah. It is. It, it's so – it was such a sweet thing, but – to realize that it's the magnets that's making that work. Um, and then they also introduced in the Apple Watch bands with magnets. We got the Milanese loop, which uses magnets to secure it on your wrist, and the leather loop as well. Uh, and I think the modern buckle also uses a magnetic closure as well. So three different bands that Apple's using magnets in. Um, then there is the iPad Pro, which had more than 90 magnets in it wow they are used to attach the smart keyboard and to wake and sleep the ipad the latest ipad pro the newest one has even more it's got over 102 magnets in it because they also added the ability to magnetically attach the apple pencil and charge it while it's attached so i know some folks were even brave enough to attach their ipad to the refrigerator because it had so many magnets in it, it mm-hmm. would actually stick. Um, so now, with the iPhone 12, Apple has brought back the name MagSafe and borrowed some ideas from the Apple Watch to magnetically align and charge the phone uh, to a MagSafe charger along with its own um, connection mm-hmm. sound, mm-hmm. which is more like this. Right? It's got that little clunk. I love that sound. It's just a 
Somebody <laughs> took that sound and made a YouTube video. They did a, a song with it. They repeated it over and over, and they added more <laughs> beats to it. Oh, it is. In, oh, it, I, I would play it here, but I, I don't have it set up. But I'll put a link in the show notes to it. It's pretty fun. Uh, and the song they sing is about charging, too, about the MagSafe. Mm. So anyway, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, and then they expanded the MagSafe concept. They've got a whole line of accessories now. You've got MagSafe cases, external batteries. Uh, you've got sleeves. You've got the MagSafe Duo charger that I mentioned before. Um, your AirPods are also uh, somewhat magnetic and can can actually stick to some surfaces. I'm, I'm sorry, your AirTags. Um, they're not super magnetic, but there is a magnet in there. Uh, recently, we saw the new M1 iMacs. Apple is once again bringing back the concept of magnetic coupling for the power cable on the back of the new iMac. It's not called MagSafe, of course, but it is magnetic way to connect the power cable. Your AirPods, AirPods Pro, PowerBeats Pro, all use magnets to pop them into their charging case, as does the case lid to close, all full of magnets. Your AirPods Max use magnets hidden in the case that it comes with to put them into low power mode. And who knows what Apple will use magnets for next. I would expect the new iPhones, the new Apple Watches, uh, MacBook Pros, all to have magnets in them. I think the new larger iMacs may also have that magnetic power cable. I think it's pretty clear that Apple loves magnets, has, has found a lot of fun ways to use them and to make their products easier to use. So um, mm -hmm. I am currently re-watching the entire uh, Breaking Bad series. So hmm. to quote mm -hmm. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, bitch! Magnets! Oh! There you go. <laughs> so that's how I feel about Apple and magnets this week. That was a good episode. <laughs> Is that the one where they try to kill the computer inside the uh, police yes. station? They did the test with the magnet in the van, yeah. And <laughs> Jesse right. got very excited about that. Um, yes. So have I missed anything here in that list? I remember the IMAX, the screen being attached. Yes. You know, with, with the magnets. That's and right. It, and you had that suction cup and pull it off. <laughs> yes, it was just attached with magnets. That's another one. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. See, Apple is really obsessed with magnets, and they're all hidden. You don't mm -hmm. see any of them. You don't even know they're there. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it just kind of dawned on me how many there are, and it's pretty incredible um, what they've done. They have a chief it. magnet officer. Yes. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine having to deal with all those tiny magnets everywhere? Somebody in charge of magnets. Uh, yeah. Who is it? Mark has – go ahead. Oof. I say the guy in procurement that, that owns a magnet commodity, he probably does pretty well. <laughs> well, I, I realize why they like them. It, it's a great way to get rid of buttons and switches. Exactly. And yeah. connectors yeah. that can fail or break. You know, magnet's a magnet. It's not gonna it's not gonna not do its job, right? Um mm -hmm. Marquez Brownlee uh did a, a video once where he took the iPad Pro and he took this special magnetic paper which was basically like it, it, it sealed within it were a bunch of iron fillings or something that when he passed the paper over the back of the iPad, it revealed all the magnets. You could see it. Oh, cool. Oh, it was amazing hmm. how many little tiny magnets there are all over that thing on the edges. But it also picks up like the magnets and speakers and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it – oh, wow. 
So oh, many. Also, the feel of, of when you close something with a magnet and it clicks or yes. it, it seals, you know you've done what you wanted to do. Well, it's that satisfying sound when I close mm-hmm. the MagSafe Duo charger. It folds in half and it just goes snap, you know, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't have to connect it with a little, you know, latch or anything to hold it together like it's going to open up in my suitcase. It just stays together from the magnets. It's great. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you all woken up a sleeping dog when you like, close your computer? Boom. And the dog wakes up and looks, you know, so <laughs> it's happened to all of us. <laughs> all right, uh, Chris, what do you got? Well, Tom, I have two quick things. And I think that, you know, we've we've spoken about the seven a lot today. So this will be a very quick what I like this week for this, the first one. But I, I really, I'm kind of a, a form function kind of guy. And I like when it, things change. And, and I like the new design of the seven. Um, I like the flat sides. I like the, the you know, the bigger screen. So, so I'm going to, I put aside the money, I'm going to buy one. And I know there's not a heck of a lot of features, although we don't know, we, we, we may see something we're surprised with, but I'm, I'm really, um, really liking the seven. So I'm going to definitely go ahead and buy one. So that's definitely what I like this week. I wrote, I read a couple of articles and saw a lot of the photo renditions and I thought that was really nice. So that's one. Um, the second one is, is, as I've mentioned many times in the show, I'm a heavy podcast listener and, um, I listened to a number of them, and one is called Business Wars. And I might have mentioned this one in the past, but if I haven't, it's it's a very good um, – uh, I'm sorry, Business Movers, because Business Wars is another one. Business Movers is the one I listen to. And season five is called The Enlightenment of Steve Jobs. And it's a four-part episode. And the way that, that Wondery does their uh, – at least uh, this this one gentleman under Wondery does his. He does four or five episodes on the podcast – and then he does an interview. So the last episode of the podcast is an interview. So the 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 and I thought, well, should I really listen to this? You know, I've read the books. I I, I think I know everything about Steve Jobs. Never say that, right? About anyone. <laughs> yeah. You listen to a podcast. You you learn, this guy had nuances and little nooks and crannies of information I had not heard. And I think you probably did that purposely because we've all know Steve Jobs. Um, <laughs> so it it was really really well done. He spent a lot of time. Uh, it's mostly about Next and Pixar, which you know I knew a, enough about. Um, and and he he went around the fringes at Apple. That was the main difference. Is you learned a lot about his non-Apple time, and and the fact that he he bought Pixar for like five million bucks and turned it into a juggernaut, right? And mm-hmm. and, and 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 almost by accident, but not by accident. Just the way Steve Jobs did things. And the other thing that was really kind of cool is he kind of highlighted how Steve Jobs. I mean, he still treated people like he treated people because that was his kind of his his DNA. But he learned how to lead and learned how to let people do the right thing because they were smarter than him. And that was the difference, like at the end of his time at Apple, where he was working on the Mac and it, it kind of failed. And then he went to next and came back and he had to you know, kind of reimagine how he led and it talks about Johnny Ive and what, John, what Johnny Ive did. So I thought it was. A very well done podcast. I learned a lot, which I didn't think I would, but um, you know that's kind of uh, short sightedness, and 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 I don't typically um, not listen to a podcast because you always learn something. But then at the the last episode was with uh, um, the the author, the co author of of uh, becoming Steve Jobs, and he brought some more you know new information to the table and about how he talked to Steve and learned a lot about Steve. So anyway, I've already gone on too long about this, but if you like podcasts, season five, 
Business Movers, mm. The Enlightenment of Steve Jobs, a very good series. Yep, already <clears throat> just added it to my list. So there you go. Yep, perfect. Love nice. it. Yep. All right. Uh, is there anything else before we uh, wish there were miles driven ring on our Apple Watch to give us credit when we're driving <laughs> all day and we can't complete our stand ring? Uh, I would. I would have uh. killed that this past week. <laughs> so all day long and I get we get to the hotel and I've got like three stands you know <laughs> at the oh, end of the okay. day yeah it's like oh okay Tom, you're not the guy with your hand sticking out the window she's shaking my arm <laughs> do something, yeah. do something. <laughs> well you, you can't I mean you know you drive for three four hours and even, even that what, what got me was we would stop you get gas right and and, and take a, a little quick break you get back in the car and I, I didn't get credit for it it's like Tom, it wasn't enough walks- Three walks around your car. I've done it. Oh, that, uh, three. Okay, I'll tr- I'll do that. Three walks around. Okay, yes. that's what I missed. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know why, but <laughs> all right. Well, that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, Vincent and Chris, for being here. I really do appreciate it, and thank you to everyone out there for listening. If you'd like to support our show, check out our Patreon page at Patreon dot com slash apple watchcast it's a great way to help us to continue to produce this show so check it out at patreon.com slash apple watchcast links to stuff we talk about can be found on our website at applewatchcast.com you can follow us in apple podcasts or any other podcast service you prefer if you have a question about the apple watch or about our show send us an email at comments at applewatchcast.com Look for us and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. As always, thanks for listening. Stay safe. And until our next show, you're on your own time. Remember to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, bitch! Magnets! Oh!